Alethea Felton, and welcome to the Power Transformation Podcast. If you're struggling in your life with self-sabotaging and negative thoughts that leave you feeling stuck and limit you from moving forward, I can help you. As a holistic health and empowerment coach, I help people identify, challenge, and conquer those thoughts in order to make simple and practical changes to improve overall wellness. Let's remove those limitations, for the time is now to create your power transformation. Thank you so much for joining me for yet another episode of the Power Transformation Podcast. And today is a solo episode. It will be me, yours truly, Coach Alethea, Alethea Felton, Lily, whatever you call me. It is me on this episode today. And the reason why is I want to talk to you. That's what I want to do. I want to talk to you. And week after week, we've had so many wonderful, outstanding guests, and there are more to come. But today I want to talk to you. And this will be a simple podcast and a simple message. And if you're joining us for the first time, thank you so much for checking out the Power Transformation Podcast. And if you're just kind of seeing what it's all about, I want you to take it a step further. Go ahead and subscribe or follow to the Power Transformation Podcast and give it a five-star rating. Go ahead and do that for me. Go ahead and follow or subscribe. It's on all podcast platform apps, literally everyone, Apple, Spotify, iHeart. And if you're hearing this from the Buzzsprout site directly, that's okay because there are links directly on Buzzsprout for you to go to any podcast app so that you can follow or subscribe and share the message of the Power Transformation Podcast with as many people as you know, including this episode. Go ahead and send the link to at least one person, one person that you know, and let's get more people to be a part of this community. Let's start with our affirmation. I'll say it once and then you repeat it. I am confident that things are getting better, even if I'm not sure how or when. All right. I want to jump right into this podcast and I want to talk about something that happened this week that has great meaning to me. And I won't go into extreme depth, but I will give a little bit of it and then connect it with something else. And if you follow me on social media, meaning Facebook or Instagram, and at both of those um sites, you can follow me at Alethea Felton, A-L-E-T-H-E-A-F-E-L-T-O-N. But when I posted something on May 22nd, 2023, I posted something that had such profound meaning to me because it is a date that I value. It is a date that I cherish and I truly appreciate. And what I shared on those platforms 
was the fact that 11 years ago, so this would have been May 22nd, 2012, I had what is considered a medical miracle, divine healing, whatever you want to call it. And it centered around my liver. And again, my sites or my um, social media are public. So even if you don't have accounts with Instagram or Facebook, you can still go and look at those links so that you can um, see what I'm referencing. And as a matter of fact, what I may even do in the show notes is I may try to put a direct link in the show notes to the posts that I'm referencing so that you can read it in depth for yourself. But I don't necessarily want to make the focus of this podcast about what happened. I'll just share briefly is that what I mentioned was I was diagnosed with an autoimmune condition of my liver. I have been vocal in public about my Crohn's journey and things of that nature, but I don't really talk much about my liver journey. And it's because sometimes when you talk about conditions of the liver, it can really scare people (laughs) and people are, you know, hesitant. And sometimes when you think about liver problems or cirrhosis and things like that, um, Sometimes people are automatically inclined to think about, oh, it's because of alcohol abuse or it's because of hepatitis, meaning, you know, the risky kind with, you know, um, drug abuse or sexual things. And that's not always the case when it comes to liver diseases. There are certain forms of liver disease. Oh, and it's always not fatty liver either. But there is a condition that's called autoimmune hepatitis. And that is literally an autoimmune disease, meaning the body fights itself. And it is not something that a person catches. It can't be spread or anything of that nature. So that is something that I was diagnosed with. Additionally, there's a condition called primary sclerosing cholangitis. And in layman's terms, it's pretty much the hardening of the bile ducts, okay? It's the hardening of the bile ducts. And again, that again is an autoimmune disease. Now, in terms of me, I was already born with a compromised liver, nothing that my mom did or anything of that nature. No, 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 no. She did her very best to have healthy pregnancies, but sometimes things happen through genes or certain other factors that can cause different situations to happen in babies. And that's what happened with me. So to make a long story short, the reason why May 22nd, 2012 is so impactful, so significant, so important to me is because I experienced a medical miracle where my liver was an end-stage liver failure and it literally changed in a matter of of, uh, a few days to get to stage one, meaning that it looked as if I had a 95% healthy liver. Now, 
this isn't intended to argue whether miracles happen or not. That's a future show. I know that they do. Miracles happen. But the purpose of me explaining this, and again, I will post links for the actual um, explanation of it on my show notes. Oh, I also posted it on TikTok. But the reason of me explaining this is I've had people to ask me as the years have gone on, um, Lily or Alethea, how do you maintain a positive or an optimistic outlook or a glass is half full disposition despite everything that you've experienced. And the health challenges are only the tip of the iceberg. There is so much more that I've experienced and have overcome through the grace of God, a support system, therapy, and so much that I don't even share publicly because this platform with me being a holistic health and wellness coach and just a woman who has to walk in wisdom and grace with things that I do. Everything is not meant to be shared publicly. There's a time and a place for everything. But in terms of my health journey, I am not ashamed of it. And I don't want anybody feeling sorry for me because at this point in time, I am thriving. But back in 2012, when my liver got so bad, they were even talking about talks of hospice. And I was planning my funeral. And I stared death directly in the face, in its eyes. So how do I keep going through the challenges? How do I keep going? How do I try to stay optimistic? (laughs) because life is life. It is not intended to be peaches and cream. It is not intended to always be sunshine and roses. And I view life as a preparation ground. I do not believe that this life is it. I just don't. There are certain experiences I've had where I have seen certain beings and certain realms that um, I can share more in the future, but those solidify my faith even more. But also with my upbringing and how my parents raised me, but just through my own experiences, everybody goes through something. And my sister, Dina, always says that everybody goes through something. My something may not look like your something. Your something isn't going to look like your neighbor's something. But the point is that we all have this lived human experience. And when these people ask me, how do I stay positive and optimistic through it all? It ain't always like that. There are moments 
where I have experienced depression, anxiety. There was a point several years ago where where I had such severe anxiety that I was on medication, Lexapro. I was on that for probably a good year just to kind of get me calmed out, ease out. And that's why I exercise so much. I do my best to eat as healthy as I can so that it can balance the hormones and the chemicals in me and so that I can feel good. But it has not always been the case where I have been happy and perky and everything's okay. There have been moments where I have cried out, screamed out, yelled out at God out of anger, out of distress, out of saying how unfair life was. And there have been times where I have begged God to just take me away from here. And then in my early 20s, I had thoughts due to something else. It wasn't health related, but something happened to me so devastating where I didn't even think life was worth living. But I overcame that. I got through it. Reflect on your life. Avoid getting caught up with the comparison traps, avoid trying to figure out everything on your own. If you need help, ask for help. Communicate with people around you. Just not talk, but really communicate. And part of effective communication is also listening. Listen to what the people around you have to say. Learn something from someone else. I posted something the other day on social media. Um, It was on my Facebook account and um, I made it my um, current cover photo. But it says that sometimes peace requires you to be quiet even when you're right. There are moments through my journey where I've had to not have all of the answers. Or even if I did, You don't have to tell everybody everything that you know. Listen. But also more importantly, I've prayed to God over the years for wisdom and discernment. It's one thing to have knowledge about something, but it's something totally different to be wise and discerning in that situation. So yeah, this week of May, is very significant to me because I knew that 11 years ago, my life was on the line. And that wasn't the first time, but but that's when it got real, where I had to call loved ones to say there was nothing more doctors could do. And what's amazing, and this is the truth, everything I'm speaking is truth. The autoimmune hepatitis is no longer traceable in my blood. And that is what is astonishing. It's no longer traceable in my blood. I was diagnosed with it. No kidding. I was diagnosed with it. And a few years ago, 
can't find any trace of it in my blood. Now with the PSC or the primary sclerosing cholangitis, which is that slow hardening of the bile ducts, yes, that's still diagnosed within me. Is there a cure? No. Do I take um do I take medication for it? No, I don't because mine is such a very slow progressing condition that it hasn't affected me to a point where I need meds for it or anything like that. My doctor, I do have what's called a liver transplant doctor. Um, one of the best out there, uh, shout out to him, Dr. Uh, Rule Thomas at um, Georgetown. He he is the absolute best, such awesome bedside manner and everything. But um, he's my liver transplant doctor and I'm on his caseload so that I am closely monitored and watched um, just in case things take its turn. But there are people that have PSC and have had it for years who never need a transplant. I don't have pains in my liver area anymore. I don't have uh, physical symptoms such as fluid in the abdomen. I don't have the itchy skin. I don't have any of the symptoms that a person would who is technically in liver failure. And a question people have asked, they said, does it affect childbirth, whatnot? None of my conditions will affect me having children. Yes, I'm uh, 41 and my reproductive system works. So when I get married in the future, um, if my husband and I want to have a child and I'm still able to have children, that is possible. So I'm grateful for that. But my point in sharing it is that I continue to live a very good, well-rounded I think exciting life. I love being me. I do. I don't want to be anybody else but me. It's fun being me. And that's how you should feel about yourself if you don't already. So I wanted to do this episode to just show you a little bit more about me. Who is this host, Alethea Felton? Who is she? Yes, I share my story early on in like episode one, but this episode here and there, I want to give you deeper glimpses of me and it won't always be about health, but this right here, I want to talk to somebody directly who may be having a, you know, they might be at a crossroads in their life about certain things. It doesn't have to be health problems, but maybe something just isn't going the way that you want it to go in your life right now. And maybe there is a gloomy outlook on it and you don't know how to get into a headspace of seeing the silver lining. But I want to challenge you to at least find something good in each day. If you just take one thing a day and say, you know what, that's pretty cool, or I like that, or that's fun, or ha, that made me laugh. Just one thing. And that's what I had to do. 
There was a summer back in 2014 where I was on complete bed rest for approximately three months. And I remember being in my bedroom, very depressed and sad on some days where I would have given, if I would have given anything just to be outside having fun. And as I got deeper and deeper into despair, I had to learn how to be grateful for the little moments. People were visiting me like, wow, I got people that love me. One of my uh, friends had a cupcake business. Shout out to Tasia. And she made me cupcakes. That was something that I value. Just cupcakes and, you know, other people brought groceries and so much like people poured into me. But even if I didn't have that, it was just the fact that I had a home to be in, I had a bed to lay in during that time. I could move my body. And maybe one of you listening could be paralyzed. And if you're paralyzed, just the fact you can listen to my voice and hear this podcast and more than likely see this episode link to press play. That's something to be grateful for. So I had to look at the small things, not the big scale, because sometimes that's hard to do. So this concept of the Power Transformation podcast, oh my goodness. I definitely didn't know that I would have this even a year ago. But so many people have power stories to share. And this was birthed from pain. Where I chose to take pain and transform it into power and purpose. And life will not always give you what you want. Life will not always give you what you even think you need. But if you find the little things for which to be grateful, I thank God every day. And even in those bad times, I still found ways to thank God. I've had to learn to take it one day at a time. That's all I can do. And I want the same for you. So yeah, May 22nd has such significance because I was nearly checked out of here in something that medically cannot be explained occurred, which shows that there's still work for me to do. And a whole lot more outside of that. (laughs) I used to say, oh, I need to stop talking about it. Oh, nobody's going to care, but no, 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 no. I am more than the health challenges. I am more than what I experienced just as you are, but I think it's important 
to pay homage and to give thanks to God, your higher power, for all you have experienced and survived and are thriving into. Yeah, this is my metamorphosis. (laughs) I always compare myself to the mythological phoenix who rose from the ashes because the beauty with that phoenix is that no matter how many times it burns up and turns into ash, it rises yet again. And guess what? You can rise too. Be that phoenix. Let's close out with our affirmation. I will say it once and you repeat it. I am confident that things are getting better even if I'm not sure how or when. If you enjoyed today's show, then you don't want to miss an episode. So follow the Power Transformation Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you usually listen. And remember to rate and review. I also invite you to connect with me on social media at Alethea Felton. That's at A-L-E-T-H-E-A-F-E-L-T-O-N. Until next time, remember to be good to yourself and to others.